Hello and welcome to another episode of Let's Get Snagging. If you are in the process of buying or have bought some new build property, then this podcast is for you. My name is Ian Lively of Lively Professional Services Limited. If you would like more information, then why don't you check out our website at www.livelyprofessionalservices.co.uk. That's all one word. In this week's show, I'm going to be discussing what the new home quality board means for new build home buyers. If you have not heard of the new homes quality board, then here is a little background. In 2021, the new homes quality board issued a draft consultation code of practice document to the national house builders. The aim of the new code is to establish mandatory requirements which must be adopted and complied with by developers. So from January 2022, house builders and developers who build new homes will be expected to register with the New Homes Quality Board. This is now live and developers will need to complete the registration by December 2022. This is to be included within the scheme. But not all developers will sign up to this as some of the smaller developers will not want to or be obliged to join. So what does the code mean for new house buyers? Both the code and the newly formed Homes Ombudsman aim to raise the quality of new-build homes. This is great news and should give new house buyers better protection, which they don't have at present, and improve the services house builders provide to their customers. It is going to be interesting to see if this is going to work in practice, but I hope it does and should give new home buyers more protection, which has been needed for a long time. It is sad to say, but you actually have more rights buying a pair of jeans than you do spending hundreds of thousands of pounds on a new home. At least you can return the jeans if you are not happy with them. There is no way you can give your newly built home back to the developer if you are not happy with it. The new home's quality code of practice now replaces what was the old consumer code for home builders. The New Homes Quality Board is supposed to be an independent organisation. With the board being made up of individuals from across the industry, such as solicitors, mortgage providers, developers, professional snaggers, believe it or not, and professional organisations such as RICS, the Royal Institute of Charter Surveyors, and the Residential Property Surveyors Association. This is definitely a great step in the right direction, along with the newly formed New Homes Ombudsman Service, which will provide independent redress for consumers with issues with their new home. We will wait to see how strong they are as time goes by, and I only hope they are strong enough to bring developers to task when they have poorly treated their customers and failed to hand over a quality home. The new home's quality code has four parts. Part 1 is all about the developers selling a home. Part 2 explains the legal documents, information, inspection and completion. Part 3 covers after sales, complaints management and the new home's ombudsman. And part four covers solvency, legal and jurisdiction. Section two is the one we are interested in. And it's interesting to note that in section two of the New Homes Quality Code, it says the developer must provide an opportunity for the customer to visit the new home and or appoint a suitably qualified inspector to complete the template pre-completion inspection checklist on their behalf to be carried out before completion and from five calendar days or earlier by mutual agreement after the notice to complete has been served. For the absence of doubt, the template pre-completion inspection checklist is the only checklist that may be used 
for the pre-completion inspection. Now, what this means is you need to make sure the surveyor or professional snagger you are going to use is suitably qualified and is a member of either the Royal Institute of Chartered Surveyors, RICS, or is a member of the Residential Property Surveyors Association, the RPSA. This is for them to be able to carry out a pre-completion inspection. Otherwise, the developer will not recognise or action the report. They must also only use the pre-completion inspection template, nor the report or no other report format will be accepted. The developer must also inform customers about the health and safety precautions they or their representatives must take if and when permitted to visit a live construction site. It's interesting to note that the developer can refuse access to a live construction site to the customer or any representative, inspector or professional acting on their behalf if health and safety precautions required by the developer are not adhered to. What we are experiencing is developers refusing the surveyor access to roof areas and they can only look inside this area and not enter it to carry out a full inspection to check party walls and see if extractor ducts are connected. The only thing that you can check is to see if the insulation is laid flat. This is only by sticking your head in the access panel to look. As a professional snagger, I can see a number of issues with the new Ohms Quality Code checklist. Having read the pre-completion checklist template and experienced the way developers are policing it, it is, in my opinion, extremely restrictive and does not allow you or your surveyor to raise any serious issues which could be in breach of building regulations, warranty providers' tolerances or standards. It is purely a visual inspection and the inspector must not deviate from the checklist for this inspection. This is really restricting snagging inspectors from using a wide range of aids such as levels, drones, pole cameras, thermal imaging equipment, etc. This is to ensure your new home is built to the current building regulations and warranty provider standards. Defects which fall under this category are normally ones which if not brought to the developer's attention early enough are likely to have some serious cost implications for the new homeowner in the future. This is not acceptable and the current draft of the checklist needs revising to allow the use of such aids to identify serious defects. These defects should not be a cost new homeowners should have to pay because of the poor quality and standards of their new home. What the new home's quality code checklist seems to me is, once again, the house building industry is manipulating the system to safeguard itself and is purposefully restricting the number of serious issues which are currently being raised by professional snaggers throughout the country, highlighting the poor quality of their houses. I have raised the issue of the checklist with the RPSA chairman as it's not being suitable and needs to be changed to allow surveyors the use of any aids or equipment they need to fully inspect new build homes. We will have to see if this makes any difference. However, the code is a step in the right direction for new build home buyers and with the new homes ombudsman in place should help to protect consumers. What I would say is there is a cost to having the pre-completion checklist carried out and my advice to all new home buyers would be to wait until you've got legal completion and have a thorough professional snagging inspection carried out after this date by a qualified snagging company. You can actually carry out a full visual inspection of your new home during your home demonstration and again at legal completion. That way you're ensuring your new home has been thoroughly snagged and any breaches in building regulations or warranty provider standards are documented 
for your builder to rectify. So that is a quick overview of the new homes quality board and my thoughts. However, what I would say is new home buyers shouldn't have to pay for a pre-completion checklist to be carried out. And my advice again is always, always have it professionally snagged after legal completion. That way you have a full snagging report with photographs and a clear description of what the defect is, its location and who should be rectifying it in a properly formatted report to give to your builder. I hope this episode has been of help and as we finish, if you have any comments or would like to ask a question, you can drop me an email to socials at livelyprofessionalservices.co.uk again or one word and I will do my best to answer your questions. If you have enjoyed this episode or any of the other episodes, then don't forget to like us, review us and subscribe to keep up to date with new episodes on whichever platform you listen to your podcast on. This really does help us to improve the channel. So until next time, thank you for joining me today and I look forward to speaking to you soon.